seem to be missing a few people tonight. We're missing a Canadian. I think this might be the first time he's ever missed the show. It is. So guess what? What's that? <laughs> we brought him back down a notch, that jerk off. <laughs> we yeah. should have gotten our plan. You know, our our secret plan, we should have done it tonight. Well, that would have been that would have been smart. But we'll do it for another time. So yeah, that's gotta happen. Gotta yeah. happen. That would oh that would have been a great segue for the missing Canadian. That would have we, been we have uh, an ultimate plan to get under to ruffle Joe's feathers slightly. We're not going to share too much, but right. it's going to be epic. And it's probably going to piss him off to where he doesn't come to the show for a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to see. I don't know. Joe's he like dropped, uh, Joe again. I know this is like doesn't make sense to the audience and stuff, but Joe, Joe dropped a bomb this weekend and or this week, like yesterday. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, and we, we can't talk about it, but the, come on, man, gotta know. It might it might lead to some of the reasons why he's so mysterious, and we're just trying to figure it out. Oh, I know what you're talking. You about. know what I'm talking about, huh? First, I thought you were talking about him like yesterday saying he wasn't gonna make it to the show. I'm like, Joe. no, no. And I had to no. double check and see is that yeah. Joe saying that? Yeah, yeah. But look, oh wait, here we go. Oh man. That is my friend. Look at you two losers. What are you gay guys doing in here? You look like Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Just Josh and I. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Is that why you sent a picture of a freaking sink full of hair or something like that? That's because no, you shaved. That was I shaved my body hair in that picture. Can you go get a two by four from your garage and bring it back in and be like, oh or like the grab a I uh, take that as a compliment. All grab right. a paper towel roll. You could be like the brawny man. I just realized how ginormous my shirt looks on me, dude. I am sweaty and stinky. Dude, I've been working all day on a roof. Better than yours, dude. This is awesome. This is no, awesome. your beard is longer. See, I don't even recognize you right now. I didn't know I had a neck <laughs> until recently. So I'm what happened? You pissed off your I wife found. or what? No, actually, I don't know. I just, I just had this epiphany one day last week i was like you know i'm just gonna shave my beard i've had it for like seven years yeah and i mean i still have a beard of course but yeah i was just like i think it's time to get rid of my depression beard and it's time for a regrowth so i just oh, so it's like one of those down. those things that you learn at like group therapy or whatever where you pretend to be happy so you just like do things to make it seem like you're happy yeah yeah or in other words move to california there you go that's okay. what you could do yeah but you, you, it was, you, you have to like have uh, you have to make a shit ton of money, but then yeah, true, it actually yeah. doesn't mean anything because just because you make a high dollar amount, it still yeah, means everything else still. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just ungodly amounts of money that you've just spent. Exactly. It's still below poverty, but <laughs> no, I was I don't know. Maybe maybe it's this midlife crisis thing that I want to go through, but it was just like. I don't know, just like yeah, it's time to shave, man. I just want to look different for a little while. And I do that like. I'll go short, I'll go long, I'll go fat, I'll go tall. Fat bottom girls make the world go round. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, it's funny you say like midlife crisis. I, I'm looking forward to a midlife crisis just so I can spend stupid money that I don't have. I mean, like, that's stupid money that's, every day. I was going to say, <laughs> what do you mean? Like another Tuesday? <laughs> hey, honey, I look what I bought. I bought a real size, life size stuffed dog of our doll that I had custom made. <laughs> See, look at Uncle Duncan Shack there. He says I look sharp. Thank you, Uncle Duncan Shack. Yep. See, he knows what a good-looking man looks like. There you go. 
I bet he's a good looking man too. You look handsome too, Uncle Duncan. I bet Everybody that thinks fun. Bill's beard is cool, and maybe even some people that think it's cute, y'all should send Bill some pictures, like very surprising pictures to curioushvacguy at gmail.com. Yeah, send me um, all your pictures. I don't send, care. Send them some very um, surprising pictures, um, especially Preferably. if you think Bill's cute. So preferably if you have naughty pics. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I so, prefer those because I forward those right to Chris. Now you're using Clive lingo, naughty pics. But <laughs> what I'll do is I'll change the subject. I'll make refrigeration question because I know he's going <laughs> to open it up. He's like, oh, Bill wants to ask me. Well, I'm going to click on this. Like, oh, no, it's another guy with his butthole showing. <laughs> oh, man. That was, uh, have I ever told that? that on this show many times i, I, I think. think we talked about it before yeah 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 that was a surprise <laughs> no i learned, I learned not to open emails from random people anymore i i didn't save my beard for a french tickler i actually uh i i cut it and then i wound it up and wove it into a little tiny blanket and i donated to an orphanage i was gonna say uh the rash on your wife's thighs are probably gonna clear up now no that's <laughs> that's a whole unrelated reason <laughs> No, hundred percent. Oh man, hey, what did your thanks, daughter Dave think, Dave G? Uh, not to segue from that awkward thing to yeah, because that wasn't going to go down an awkward path. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But what did your daughter think? Did she freak out? I, I came into the room and she's like, "Go put your beard back on." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, it doesn't work that way." Yeah, that's funny. I was like, "I can go to the liquor store for a pack of smokes and never come home if you want, though." And she's like, "No, that's fine, I guess." I wish I could multitask better. I like I can't. I'm literally answering. But you know it's weird. So in the chat, and then I stop talking. I have OCD about my uh, about shirt collars, right? And now they don't have a beard. It's even more of a thing. Oh yeah. Well, like, right now my, my nice... shirt collar's bugging me because it keeps going down. Oh yes. Yeah, like, I've right. been working all day, and it rained half the day, so my shirt's all like soggy and baggy and wet and stuff, and it bothers the hell out of me for some reason. Yeah. So. Adam, I want to ask you a question. Audio sounds so, weird. And maybe, maybe for you, Bill, I don't know if this affects you or not, but so as let me ask you first, Bill, as as an employee, how do you feel about like weeks that are missing a day, like holiday weeks, right? Because we took Monday off because the holiday. Mm -hmm. So is that do you look forward to those weeks? Yes. Okay. What about you? But Adam? if I owned a business, I would be like you bunch of wussies need to get back to work be a man it's not that i enjoy the time off but oh, there's the repercussions of the time really? yeah like the and falling like, behind on fuck. jobs yeah 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 i went through that this week dude like not having monday in the in the schedule was um yeah it, it sucked yeah i i'm very thankful right now because my apprentice is not my apprentice anymore and he's a technician like he's doing really good but so it it relieves some of the stress off me because I can send him out to go do service calls and sometimes I don't even hear from him. You know, like he'll just call nice. me again. Yeah, it's good. That, uh, does that scare you when you don't hear from him for a while? Do you get nervous? Yeah, I mean, it depends on the calls. I mean, it goes that way with everybody. Depending on the person that I send out to a service call, if I'm sending him to a complex call, like, you know, I'll usually just go ahead and call him when he's driving and just be like, hey, just want you to know. Uh, this is the last thing that was done because I remember like everything. So I'm like, you know, these are the things you need to think about. And then I just let them be. And I said, just check in with me within a couple hours. Let me know what's going on. You know, that's that's kind of what I ask of my guys is, is 
even if even if you don't and i think this goes for anybody you should always be checking in with someone because mm -hmm. it helps i know people like freedom and they just oh, i don't want to be bothered by people you know but just checking in with someone just letting them know like hey just want to let you know i'm going to be a couple hours you know this is going to be a busy call like i think those are important things that people need to do because it puts my mind at ease when i've got guys every direction not i've got three technicians but i've got three people and it's like you don't hear from them all day and you're like what's going on you know like i just need someone to call me and say hey everything's going good but you know, that's or, also a phrase you use on the weekend pineapple parties i got guys <laughs> in every direction yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. skiing here i'm skiing there we're skiing everywhere so uh about a week or so ago i have uh you guys use how do you pronounce it nipix knipix it actually is knipix knipix if you go to their YouTube channel and you watch one of their YouTube videos, the Knipix people say Knipix. Okay. So um, I, I usually carry in my Vito three pairs. I have the larger one, a, like a medium one, and a real tiny one, right? Uh -huh. And I left the medium one at a service call like an hour away. I know exactly where I left it, but I'm not driving back an hour to get it. I'm sorry. You Is know? it worth the 60 bucks? Like, I think I bought the whole kit for like 120 or oh, something. Oh, okay. So I have I was. I was tired enough and I dropped one of those on the ground. I might just leave it there forever and just proclaim it's dead to me now because I'm so tired. I don't want to bend over and pick it up like a Breaking fat person news, in a quarter. Breaking news yeah. just came across the wire. What? Elon Musk announces he's not going to buy Twitter. Okay. I thought he already bought it. I thought Twitter was like kind of a stupid thing. Like, does people? I think it's stupid it's, too. It kind of is. I feel like he was probably high when he said, "I'll buy Twitter," and oh, then yeah. fucking. <laughs> so anyway, so I ordered. I want. I've been looking for a reason to try this wrench for a while. It just showed up today. I know you guys. I on one of our three videos on the Tool Channel. You know that pipe vice brand. Yeah. I got this thing right here. The pipe. Oh, it's real light. It's small. This is going to yeah. take place in my mini wrench, and I'm looking forward to using this thing. That's kind of cool. I got to say, though, that ever since I got the Knipix, they kind of have been taking the place of my pipe wrenches for the most part, unless I'm really, really working on bigger stuff, like anything bigger than three quarter inch. But the Knipix kind of do it for me. Dude. Well, the one thing I don't get, I see all these videos of the guys from Knipix where they have that little thing on the ground and they like squeeze it together and then they could like stand on it. And it, the, you know, yeah, I don't know it, about that. I can never get it to, to latch on like that. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. It doesn't work yeah. the way they do it. In yeah, the I don't movies, know. You know, I do have to say, though, that when I got them, I got the um the is it the the flat jawed water pump pliers, the ones that are completely flat. Yeah, I think those are the water pump ones. Um, and uh, I don't like them. I, I tried using them for a while, and I just went back to a crescent wrench. I keep two crescent wrenches in my bag now. Yeah, so. I'll probably. That's one of the. I'm always trying to like uh, lighten the load of a bag, and that's yeah. probably the tool that's got to go in my bag. Yeah, I. I mean, I keep them in my van for some strange odd reason. If I'm working on something that I don't want to. You know that's brass and you don't want to mess it up then i'll go grab those flat jaw ones because it's pretty or something but it's very rare that i ever work on stuff that you need to be careful you know so i just i don't know but uh, about the 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 pipe wrenches too i also have i don't know who makes them but they're aluminum pipe wrenches and i love them dude they because i don't work on any big stuff so i don't work on anything bigger than like inch and a half every, every once in a blue moon and the aluminum ones are so perfect and they're only the like 18 inch ones they're just so easy to carry i uh Maybe like four or five years ago, I was at Home Depot and I was in the plumbing aisle and uh, I was like picking up a pipe wrench off the 
the uh the rack and um i was in my other truck i didn't have a pipe wrench in the truck i was in and there was an old dude in there he was pretty freaking old and he's like don't buy that from here and he's like do you have time i live five minutes from here just come to my house I'll, i have a bunch of stuff i'll sell you for cheap so i follow this guy over this like wait wait wait, wait, wait. like the start of a yeah. 70s porn dude As, let's yeah let's unpack this <laughs> so you met some random old dude at a store who's like i got candy at my house come over and you're like yes. i'm there absolutely it so definitely i could have got i should have i probably could have I mean, did you tell heard. anybody like hey i'm gonna go i, I, this I guy. Been a statistic that was it you know wow yeah was so anyway we were drinking bro Oh, uh, yeah, drinking at the time. yeah, that's what you're, it was. You could have got human traffic. It is. Well, listen, so I go to this guy's house. He has like 15 all aluminum rigid pipe wrenches, all different sizes up to like 36 inch all the way oh, down geez. and stuff yeah. like this. And um, then he had a jug of 134, two jugs of 22 and like tons of brazing rods. And uh, he's like, do you want to buy all this stuff? He's like, I have no use for it anymore. Uh, how much? Like four or five hundred bucks, something like that. And oh, just shit. so happened that day a customer paid with cash. Yeah. And I had the cash in my pocket. I'm like, huh. sold. And it took me a few years to actually use all the brazing rods that he sold me. Like I used them for probably three years, two, three wow. years. Wow. Let me ask you this. Do you normally carry any cash on you? Um, I don't take cash out of the bank, but like if somebody pays with cash, I just carry it in my pocket. Like what I don't about you though. I usually I try to keep like twenty to forty bucks on me at all times, just for I snacks. Typically, I mean, my family usually robs my wallet of the money, which I'm fine with, whatever. But I usually like once once a month I'll go to the bank and take out like four hundred bucks, and then I'll usually have I'll give my wife a hundred bucks, and then I'll keep like three hundred in my wallet, and then by the end of the month it's kind of gone. And then just like just, folding money just to keep in your pocket for yeah. But you know what I eat. used to do, and it's funny. My wife and I were just talking about this. It's also getting harder and harder to spend actual cash these days. Um, but uh, I used to keep like an emergency, like hundred bucks in my wife's car, and that's actually paid off a few mm -hmm. times. Like when her debit, she lost her debit card, or you know something happened, and she calls me. She's like, "What do I do?" And I'm like, "Go into the car, go here. Here's a hundred bucks, you know, and like that helps. And I'll do that for my daughter too." just to make sure that she always i won't tell her it's there but Idea. i'll put it in the car you know yeah. so uh, or remember don't forget like if you ever sell the car to i'm not talking thousands of dollars you're talking a hundred bucks dude still but still i yeah. mean i'd stab you for a hundred bucks yeah <laughs> true uh, you know yeah that's awkward but, uh, right there. what the hell was adam talking about before we switched over to that cash and an old man oh yeah the that old guy point. and the cash and the, the tools and whatnot yeah. Um, so from just that guy watching you look for a pipe wrench, that old man surmised that you might be interested in the rest. Like he didn't even tell you like, Hey, I got this, this, and this at my house. Do you want to come look at it? He said he had a bunch of stuff. He'll sell a bunch of tools. He'll sell me for cheap. He said he was a pipe fitter. A the previous oh, okay. day when so, he lured the little kid to his house, what do you think he told the little kid? I have a bunch of clown costumes. Yeah, exactly. I think he got to your, he brought to his house and he's like, wait a minute. Yeah, I don't like in a really butt. nice big house yeah. in the suburbs and a I'd nice say probably like when he got you in a little bit of, of a different light and he like seen that shadow. He's like, ah, he's got crow's feet. He's kind of old. I don't want to be banging this dude. He's oh, like, I can't be selling his feet. Yeah, picks. like no, my only fans won't won't appreciate this guy in my bed. Yep. 
All right, so let me ask you a question, Chris. Tell me what you think about this. I'm like torn right now. Um, that uh, this remodel job I started a while back, um, all the ductwork's done. They just did the drywall on that, and the general contractor called me yesterday or today and left a message. When could you get the air conditioning going? Because we want to start doing the floors and stuff like that. And I don't want to start any of the equipment till 100% of the dust and sanding and everything is done, you know? Like, um, yeah, yeah. and he's kind of making out like, oh, we're not even bringing anything in. It's like, figure something out, get some window shakers or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's an expensive so, system that we install. What What if, like, I, I know you don't do this enough, but like, I, that's where I would say that you need to like, have a trailer full of spot coolers and you could just go well, give him six spot I coolers have, i have one of those moving cool i have a two-ton yeah. cool but a two-ton is probably not going to crack it and especially because it's just a one single yeah hot yeah. you know what i mean so i mean yeah. could, could you is the ductwork already in place then yeah so could you just take a I don't know. I don't know how much you could buy, like just a regular basic system. Go hook up a basic system for now. Run the line set, do all the stuff that you normally do, but leave the line set you would use for this next unit, the good unit, and just put like a fucking builder's grade That's piece of crap of work, in there. Man. It is a lot of work. I and mean, you know what? I don't even want to pull the dust into the ductwork or anything. Yeah, that's the thing. I think you're more concerned about the ductwork than anything because yeah. you're talking drywall dust, you're talking wood from cutting the flooring. Um, oh, on the true. flip yeah. side though yeah. you know i also see the argument from the general contractor because depending on if he's putting in real wood floors he doesn't want the humidity to be too high different things like that so, so is he just worried about like his comfort as he's working inside the house uh, or uh, the floors have to acclimate before you oh, okay can them yeah they have them to in. get the moisture out of them and yeah so i was thinking about bringing that moving cool thing over and maybe installing that on the first floor and I then mean, couldn't you just bring in industrial size portable dehumidifiers yeah i mean it's got to do the same thing so uh yeah, window shakers 505 hvac tech says uh filter medias over the returns that's what they do in commercial build outs but when you're talking about drywall dust man it's fine dust man dude it, it's going to get through the filters and the filters that you would have to have on there to filter it would plug up immediately i mean if you put like legit filters um I don't know. I, I also did segueing into something else. I was walking through Home Depot the other day and I was listening to the, the Home Depot employee try to sell a lady on filters. And I, I I wanted to go over there and be like, don't buy any of this shit. Just buy the cheapest fucking filter they have. Put it in. <laughs> like, you know, because they're selling them on the freaking electrostatic, da, 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 all the freaking no, $40 yeah. one inch filter that doesn't even let any goddamn air through. Man, I was, Home Depot, uh, they got a racket going. I was at Home Depot it, um, in the I was picking up a filter, actually, and there was a, an employee talking to a lady. This is a while back. And um, she he was telling her, you need to make sure, you know, on the, the, the pleated filters, how it has like the cardboard crosshairs on the, mm -hmm. the lower side. So it doesn't mm -hmm. suck the filter media in. Right. Yeah. Like the thing is, you want to make sure that the, the cardboard is on the other side and not on the furnace side, because. Um, it will start a fire if it's near the furnace. So it's got to be on the other side. And I'm listening to this whole thing going down. Makes perfect sense. What the hell? And she's like, but none of these filters have it on that side. They're all on the other side of the filter. And yeah. then she's, they were looking at every filter, blah, blah, blah. And then finally, I'm like, you're good. Go ahead and get that filter. And she, uh, the, the guy's like, well, how do you know? I'm like, look, read my shirt. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You, ever, you ever hear the HVAC overtime show? We are syndicated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Will Speed says they do it all the time, putting filter media on the things. I, I mean, it just seems like it'd be a nightmare, but 
I'd rather yeah. not, to be honest with you. I'd rather buy a couple uh, window units and put. Yeah, it- I think just cheap window units is the way to go. Because the way that I see it is, is like again, I'm not thinking commercial, right? Because commercial, I would think that there's less chances that people are going to bitch about a little bit of dust here and there. I realize you get some yeah. weird clients, but homeowners, especially in higher end homes, they're going to fucking go nuts. And it also in commercial too, I think you can probably get a little bit of dust, drywall dust inside the evaporator of a rooftop unit, and it's not going to affect it as much as you would like if you have a smaller split system. Well, and it's easier to clean. Can True. you imagine if you had one of those like coils the, the that has fucking five passes through it yeah. or something like that? It's like a triple Z, like the Z ones or yeah. whatever. Another question about commercial versus residential. You know, residential. Um, you know, I have my returns closer to the ground. Isn't most of the returns in commercial up high? Yeah, yeah, up in the yeah. Oh, yeah. Like dust is it's your dust is probably going to come in a lot easier when the returns are closer to the ground versus True, yeah. you're just going to be sucking it right off the floor. Uh, I mean, but then again, too, I guess the argument would be made that in commercial, you're moving serious amounts of air. So it's still going to pick that shit up, you know, True. especially mm-hmm. on industrial, big, big stuff. I mean, they're moving some serious I'm air. Torn. So. torn. You guys are both my best friends. I don't know who to agree with. <laughs> you need to develop your own opinion. Yeah. This is this is part of your your growing as a person. You need to learn how to be your own person. But you need to learn to be assertive in my in my beliefs. No, I don't want you to be assertive because I like and to have talk confidence. over you. I like to talk over you. I know that's why I don't call anymore. <laughs> no, so actually, yeah, so I wait, would call wait. Let's let's address the elephant in the room. Where in the hell is Joe at? Oh yeah, did, did you guys not cover this subject? Well, we kind of <laughs> talked about, but we didn't we didn't announce like this yes. guy. Yeah, it's he, it's funny. He up left us. I didn't see anybody in the chat even ask about it, so I was like, "Oh, I guess we already moved on from this." <laughs> I was like, "That was fast. Rip that bandaid right off." Adam and I, we can't talk about it on the show, but Adam and I have a secret plan. Well, um, and we, we were hoping well, that we well, could have done it tonight, but we couldn't. So don't forget we, about the non the non disclosure that we had to sign. Yeah, it's true. We have a plan. It's going to go over well, Bill. It, it would have been so epic if we did it tonight, though. That would have been fucking perfect. But it was just logistics didn't work. No, so. uh, I hope to hear about it afterwards. So yeah, you have to call to be... us. This is this is a non-private chat conversation. Like this is so secretive that we actually called each other on the phones. Yeah. Oh, I used well, the that phone. kind. I was that like, kind of. We I we ran into this, the fucking. Man. The room, grab the the plastic cover over the red phone. We fucking. Did you each like get under the sheets of your bed? And like, oh no! You get under the yeah. sheets and you call each other. The flashlights. Our wives each came yeah. in our rooms. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing this time? She's like, God, Joe, you guys are idiots. Uh, Joe did promote on Instagram though today. Yeah, oh, he did, did he? Yeah, yeah. From the uh, the country pride festival he's at. <laughs> yep, that's right. Yeah. With the gay honky tonk and jamboree showdown, whatever it was, gonna go live from the show. I don't know how that would have worked out. Actually, he's at a a bitch in concert. He's at a Keith Urban concert. He has a hard time going live from his house. I well, no, I told him he couldn't go live from the concert. There's no way. Usually, cell phone service doesn't work at concerts. Even if it says you do, there's just too many people trying to ping the same tower. Just doesn't happen. So, yeah. Plus, what the hell? We gonna we're just gonna hear noise? You know, like (laughs) see what everything's fire. Curious got a beer trim. I did that once uh with uh on a John Israel show. I went live during Zach Brown 
I was like, yeah. And I'm like this. And it was right when Isaiah it was, was just like garbled nonsense. Isaiah was on there and he was telling everyone that his dad just had a heart attack. And I'm oh, like, shit. yeah. <laughs> nice. Good timing. Zach Brown is probably up there in some of the one of the best concerts I've ever been to. He does a good show. I think I've seen him twice. You know what? I I like country music. I've never actually been to a country concert, though. I don't know why. I've, I've always been like heavy metal concerts. That's where I'll go. Even though I like all sorts of music. I would music. say that Zach Brown band and actually Keith Urban are a good intro into oh, country I concerts I because I, they I play like a lot Zach of covers, Brown, dude. Though. They play a lot of covers, and Keith Urban can really play guitar very well, and he does a lot of rock covers, and so does Zach Brown Band. Like, Honestly, it is some Rage Against the Machine, my song. Yeah, he, I, it's it's safe to say that Zach Brown Band will typically do 50-50 of originals and covers when you go to one of his concerts. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, See, it's a pretty good Keith show. Urban, though, I don't know. I've just I've had so much of Keith Urban over the last years. I don't know how long he's been doing this for. Like. He's a good singer, great guitar player, all that stuff, and I don't mind him. I just I feel like every time I turn the radio on, it's either him or Blake Shelton or that other guy that looks like Beavis that also sings like he's deaf. Uh, I forget his name, mm. Luke Bryan. Oh, Luke Bryan. Yeah, I'd like to see guy. Luke Bryan. That'd be a good one. I don't want to see him. Guy with two first names, you know. I want to see me some Wheeler Walker Texas Junior though. <laughs> Susie Dunn's AC can't keep up. Ooh. Damn, where where's she living at? I wonder how hot it is down down where we're Texas. Hmm. Maybe I don't know. Where is Susie? Where are you at, Susie? I, I should know. I think we've sent her four hundred prizes. Yeah, we sent out prizes. That was so annoying when we were sending out prizes every week. And you guys were like, Adam, why aren't you doing it faster? It's like because there's four hundred of them every week. What do you mean? Why am I not doing it faster? Oh, she's in Dallas, so yeah. Oh yeah, I bet it's hot as hell there. Oh, yeah. See, Jessica likes the blues. I don't mind me some blues. Joe Bonamassa, he was just in town recently. He's a pretty good blues player. I've got tickets. I scored some really good tickets to see another country person, Marin Morris, um, but that's not till November. Yeah, I don't I mind her either. Yeah. I swooped on those because I got box seats at the Hollywood Bowl for like super cheap. I don't even know. Even when I told my dad, he's like, How did you get them for that cheap? They were like a, a, a hundred, I think they were $110 a ticket. And I was like, I don't know. I just fucking booked it. Got it. Wow. So it's freaking bitching. I got to go to a nice. country concert now. Banana you know monster. who I wouldn't mind seeing? Eric Church. Chris yeah, Stapleton. Eric Church would be a good Eric one, man. Church is awesome. Yes. Yeah. Chris Stapleton. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing him. Yeah. Chris he, Stapleton for sure. He did a cover of some Waylon Jennings songs. That was, it was pretty good. I think he might have covered a whole album, but I'm not sure. Did you? I was listening to something about, was it Chris Stapleton? No, not Chris Stapleton. Anyways, I'm mixing up my stories right now. But uh, yeah. there was something I was just about to say when you guys uh, segued and ruined your thing. Let's see, Night Tone says I'm seeing Santana on Sunday. Do you notice I Santana just passed out on stage like a week ago or something? Oh, did you hear that? Um, Adam's oh. gonna forget his story now. Yeah, tell us your story, Adam. Before I just, I just did you notice how many people that I don't recognize their names in the chat tonight? There's oh, a bunch of no, we got no, a lot of people. A lot of, uh, people. A lot a lot of, of famous faces. Yeah. Jessica Egan, Susie Dunn, Mr. Will Speed, working on some. I don't even know what he said earlier. He had some new piece of gear that he was trying to tell me about, and I'm like, I don't know how those words make sense to you in your brain. <laughs> Rich is. I don't cat. know what it is. What's up, Rich? Oh, Rich is here. Yeah. 
We got Za, who still hasn't sent me a, a Za shirt, so I can pretend like I work there. I think he. Uh, I don't know. Does he ever print his shirts, or he just made designs them all day long? I think he just designs them all the time. Yeah, Randy. Got a little buddy, chat. Randy. Up, Randy. Randy's watching again. Yep. Randy Ravioli, oh. as we know him around these. You guys, parts. remind me, I got a new mixer, and I got to load in my sounds for my live streams. Like a bread mixer. It's rich, rich, rich. Yeah. You guys know that my freaking. Oh my gosh, dude! My oldest is turning sixteen, man. That's wild. Yeah, it is. Seriously wild. You're Holy so man. old, dude. Dude. So is she going to start like going to parties and drinking and stuff? Yep. Damn boys straight. Are already, boys are already in the picture, man. I guarantee like, she's already cool been to a couple story. parties. It's a cool story. My daughter thought that I was going to be upset that she liked a boy, and she like didn't want to tell me, so she told my wife to tell me like in the weird way, and I was like, all right and like i don't give crap like That's hilarious she she seriously thought i was gonna like be me hey, what's up big clive yeah she was worried i was like i don't i don't care well i don't know man i don't know how i would deal with that sort of thing it's um, uh I, I think it's one of those things where you don't know till you get there like i see you going through what you're going through and i wonder how i'm gonna deal with it because i also have a daughter yeah george robles is asking what was the model number of the ac with the blue motor um, I don't know the model number, but they call it the Eco Blue motor. So just look up Carrier oh, Eco Blue, and it'll come up. Susie, so, I don't see any of those anymore, or as often at least. Mm. Susie, I got. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Um, this is nothing HVAC related. It's all good. I was just gonna say she is a 27 year old, and one time on Facebook, I commented on one of Susie's random posts, and her daughter like screamed, like put me in my place. Like, I, <laughs> what did you say to I offend? Even, I was just joking around with her, you know. With oh. She's like, nobody talks yeah. to me that way. Sometimes our sense of humor doesn't translate well. Like, oh, it's a good segue to a story, a quick little story after uh, this rooftop unit that I just got done installing, right? Like, literally hours ago, we got this old train thing installed and running and all that stuff. And as I was leaving, because this location hasn't had air conditioning all summer. It's been down for a long time, not because of us, but because of upper management not wanting to approve anything. So anyway, I'm leaving, and I'm walking out, talking to the manager, and like, hey, you guys are all set, blah, blah, blah. It's blowing nice cold air out and this and that. And she's like, oh, thank you so much. And I was like, you know what? If you don't use it, it won't break ever again. So I recommend you go over there, you turn the breaker off, you don't use this air conditioner ever again, so it won't break. And she's like, Re what? Really? <laughs> And then, like the guy behind her, like the assistant manager, like he got it, like he knew what I meant. <laughs> and I was like, "No, it's sarcasm." But no, I, really, if you don't use it, it'll last longer. It's science. I literally had a customer, uh, it was like a bar or something like that, many years See, ago. Clive gets me. Sorry. And they uh, they turned their ice machine off every night, but they were complaining that it wasn't keeping up. But they turned it off every night because they were afraid it was going to catch on fire at nighttime. Oh, just like, reminds me. The fuck. <laughs> Ice machines. I was actually going to call you today about this just to pick your brain. Yeah. But instead, I waited for you to tell that story, which I could just ignore and couldn't wait for you to stop talking so I could tell my story. Take you back off of it? Well, go ahead. Yeah. Tell so, your story. There's a customer of ours that has um, an ice bin, very large ice bin. It's got twin Scotsmans on it right now. Separate condensers. They're remote condensers. Compressors are on the heads, blah, blah, blah. It's a little nugget makers, you know, Scotsman nugget machines mm -hmm. um and uh the one on the left died 
and the one on the right, the one on the left died and has been cannibalized for like 10 years. The one on the right just recently died because the bin sensors went bad. So they want they they wanted me to give them an estimate to replace just the ice bin, right? The one on the left, they want just the new machine head, just the ice bin, or not the ice bin, excuse me, the ice head, whatever. And uh, they wanted to use the same old remote condenser that's been on the roof for like 20 years. I'm like, just, you should just replace it. Just replace it, right? And it, they're like, no, no, we'll we'll buy the ice machine. You guys just charge us and install it. I'm like, all right, whatever. So they get it. Comes to the store. I'm looking at it. Model number doesn't look like it matches the condenser. Yeah, so it won't work. But... Call the factory. And, and, and the condenser is way too small. I think the bigger, the new unit was 30,000 BTU. Condenser was like uh, 14,000 BTU or whatever. So yeah. do they order their own equipment? Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, you, you, this condenser is not compatible with it. You need to buy a condenser. So he's like, okay, just give me an estimate on what it would cost to install that as well. And then a couple of days later, he says, like, oh, I was talking to the uh, our Scotsman distribution rep. And he said that I can make that condenser work with this unit if I put a headmaster starter kit on it. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, no. I don't know how that would work, but as he was telling me that, or after he told me that anyway, I was thinking about it. Like the only thing I couldn't remember is if the old condenser was 30,000 BTU or 14,000 BTU. And if the new machine was 30,000 BTU or 14,000 BTU, one was one and one was the other, but I couldn't remember. And I also couldn't get a hold of Scotsman today, nor could I understand the nomenclature that Scotsman goes by. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, I guess it, first off, I wouldn't touch that with a 10 foot pole. No. Not doing it. Period. I'm trying that, not to. I'm not playing those games. You're, like you're quoting either, you're, yeah. the piss out of it because I don't but, want But it. I guess I can kind of see maybe what the Scotsman person is saying because if the condenser is actually bigger than the machine. That's what I was thinking. Then yeah. what he's saying to do is in the wintertime, put a head pressure control valve on there because you're going to drive the head pressure up and you're going to do this. But the easy way to attack this is that there's um, energy standards that you have to follow and you can't. You're, you're losing your energy stand, your energy efficiency if you're well, going to put in. I was trying energy. to hit him in the pocketbook. I was like, you know, whatever money you think you're going to save going this route, you're going to end up paying if you what expect if, me to install a headmaster starter, like repipe this 20 year old condenser to install a headmaster. Like, and what and the it, hell it's does just a, a coil condenser consist of? A fan motor and a condenser. That's yeah, it. Yeah, a fan Dude. motor and a coil. There's what no compressor. What condenser cost? It's got to be like bucks? 70 by, I see, yeah, like 200 bucks. It's fucking it, it, nothing, dude. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you're going to gonna spend more on the freaking crane to get it up there probably than the and condenser itself like, actually costs. And I even said, you know, if it's a, if it's about the waiting, you know, if you have to wait, whatever your distributor said, like maybe they don't have one right now. If you have to wait two weeks. I went to the other Scotsman that they said was dead because the bin sensors were bad. Cleaned them, tried to, you know, get it to work. I eventually got them to work by pushing them right up against each other, you know, with the electronic eye sensors that they have on those Scotsmans. So I just put them right together. And zip tied them so it's going to make ice until the end of time unless they turn it off every night like i told them to but that'll get them by until a new condenser could arrive good thinking yeah. you know yeah I'm, I'm having ice machine problems i don't know if i talked about it on the show but i think i finished it up last week but i had to go and uh remove an ice machine from one restaurant because they had two and take it to another restaurant that only had one because we can't get a new ice machine for that other restaurant. Cost them a shit ton of money to do that. But it's crazy. Yeah, I got a similar thing going on too. 
yeah it was it was a joke and then and then it's funny too though because they couldn't get ice machines and then all of a sudden i got an ice machine for another restaurant delivered to my shop today was it like, was it just like a certain brand that that restaurant uses uh the, almost all the restaurants i deal with use manitowoc is the uh, house brand that they I buy i wonder is it just a manitowoc problem then or like no no dude it's, uh, it's, it's everything and, yeah you know what's surprising though is i actually found um probably shouldn't say this but i actually found seven and a half ton yeah. carrier package units available uh, i've got two available right now i can i can buy them today but i can't get 10 tons and you can't get five tons like it's funny how you just have random sizes because seven and a half tons a weird size you know so they happen to have those do you remember that uh that office project i was telling you about how they yeah. had two residential furnaces on the first floor and then a, a, a roof like 15 tons of cooling or something more like that, than that. The, the second floor of the rooftop unit, we looked at it. It's 16 tons. Oh, wow. Perfect. And, uh, yeah. And uh, so we did a – I didn't do it because I don't know enough about doing commercial load calculations, but I had a, an engineer guy that I know that I'm kind of – he's like a mentor to me do it. And the whole building is eight tons of cooling. And it had 26 tons of cooling on this building. So this huh. is going to be the biggest downsize – that we've ever gone through i mean i didn't even think about that the biggest down i'm going to downsize an entire building system that's crazy yeah but you know i i wonder if there's a a, a niche if there's a you know a market for that doing what you do you know how like you have the hvac 2.0 guys mm-hmm. doing the blower door test and all that spec stuff on residence homes mm-hmm. like what if you took that to businesses to buildings you know like I mean, you could i mean the thing is you can kind of tell when you have ductwork issues right especially on rooftop or package units or whatever because you go up on the roof and all these assholes leave old compressors and yeah whatever mm-hmm. gone through heat exchangers and everything else like why does that go bad all the time right yeah and i guess they do have airflow um certification places for restaurants at least industrial buildings i assume well, so technically here you're supposed to if you permit everything you're supposed to provide load calculations um and then someone's supposed to come in and audit your work after you're done installing mm-hmm. it to say that it's actually performing to manufacturer specs um not many people actually follow through with that stuff but you're supposed to I'll go through with, all that will speed says they do downsizing in large facilities all the time so I'm interested, though, in, you know, uh, how does he figure out that if they're well, oversized? It just depends on what was in the space before. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I mean, if it was a giant computer bank in there where they have servers and everything, they're going to have a lot of cooling, you know, and then well, they and I have and, I have come across places like that where they've like, I don't know if you're talking about retrofits, uh, like where they take one building that maybe was an office building mm-hmm. and then they turn it into yeah. a restaurant or it was a a mall or a giant open floor plan and they put a bunch of offices in there like yeah that's actually that's that's the one that i run into more often than not is where they have a big open maybe like it used to be a retail store or a mall and they just put a bunch of walls up and then expect the cooling ac system to actually you know maintain maintain a comfortable temperature through all those little cubicles little offices whatever they have yeah so i'm, they, I'm don't, they don't do anything to actually um I did, my, uh, like I did my you know what i did this week my first residential full design for a new construction house Ooh, so a builder and they just finished one house in this neighborhood and they have a new head of their building department and this guy's like what do i do my hvac guy 
doesn't know anything about manual. If they need a manual J, manual S, and manual D, and he forwarded me the email, and then he's like, um, they're going to need a blower door test, you know, for their occupancy permit. And I'm like, well, if they do this, if you have any duct work outside, like in the attic or whatever, you're going to need a duct tightness test as well, too. Yep. So I did it on quick model, sent it over the first time. Like I've done it for myself. I've never been paid to do it for somebody. Right. Hmm. So I'm curious, though, with these because you you do it. You've done a few of them, Adam. You've talked about it on the residential side where you guys like go in um and seriously downsize the equipment like and it's kind of it's kind of when you tell me it's like holy shit bro like kind of pucker up a little bit yeah you're like oh man but but it's not just you there's there's a good group of people that do this quite often and you know it's a group of you guys that all communicate and talk on social media and stuff you imagine like you screwing that up well my question is like and i know it's kind of crazy but what about with like global warming right now right and you're having extremes everybody's complaining oh my god it's never been this hot before it's never been this cold before like and i realize we can't we can't um anticipate everything but i I mean mean, if you don't have fudge room in there the number the the design temperatures are code period got it so like it that is the code so like do you are you do you not want to install something to code because you want to be safe? You know what I mean? Or do you, you know, it, so if there's like two or three days out of the year, you can't get your house down to 70 and that's where you prefer. That's acceptable. Like, yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. I mean, I, you can't, obviously you don't want, I think that's where I was thinking about this the other day and I was like, well, there's really no good solution for that. Yeah. The temperature's yeah, gone up you'd... five degrees in the last couple of years, but I think variable capacity is the answer for that. Because yeah. you have variable capacity, you dial it down. But you even, system, you know, and then you could always bump it up. What's what's the uh, percentage of variable capacity? Like if you're designing a variable capacity system and say the design temperature in that area is, I don't know, 75 degrees. Like do you design the variable speed system to be able to maintain like, uh, you know, a comfortable temperature of whatever it is, 70 degrees at that design temperature, even though that design temperature might be like, what's that? 75 degrees we'll just say like 95 then that's probably a better more realistic number those so let's say you have a week of actual design temperatures in a year right that that's what it's for right so your your code is your design temperature so do you design the system specifically for those design days for the the temperature that's where you're designing it at so basically like if you don't have a variable speed system or you just have a single stage system Mm -hmm. your system is sized correctly only at design temperature that's it but what's the um is there any sort of percentage where like we design it around this but we also give it a a 10 or 15 percent margin just manual j because it's gonna manual j or manual j puts in some fudge factor right there's a little bit built in there i mean i know they're technically um you know you hear Ed Janowak and that he's like, well, if you do it right, there's not much fudge factor built in. I know Wrights off for sure has fudge factor on top of Manual J. This dude that I've been learning from, he finds all the fudge factor in this shit, and he's like, well, but could yeah. you, could you add in your own fudge factor and still? That's what everyone code? does. That's what everyone yeah. does. Like so, like if you have a a lot of times when you do a load calc and it's like you need two point nine tons of cooling, everyone's like, I need a three. Right or whatever, yeah, or you have two point yeah. six tons. I need to go to a three. That's what everyone does. But I believe the number is. I always cheat because Quick Model tells you when you're doing the manual S. 
But I believe for cooling, you can go down to 90% of the load. So you can kind of undersize by 10% of cooling. Hmm. I mean, and we kind of do the same thing in refrigeration. You know, you have a little bit of yeah, fudge factor true. built into yeah, it. It's all but like a fudge factor in my world. Nowadays, though, in refrigeration, they're doing uh, the, the energy efficiency requirements are hitting refrigeration, too. They're not the necessarily factory. requiring load calculations to permit a job as of yet that I know of, but they are requiring that uh, refrigeration equipment meets certain energy standards, kind of like with the SEER ratings and stuff. So they're they're floating head pressure down their uh, ECM motors. And, you know, so it's kind of being introduced into the light commercial side. The efficiency stuff has always been on the, the, the heavy industrial and the supermarket side. They're always been super efficient with their stuff, but it's hitting the light commercial side for sure. I'm looking forward. There's a couple classes coming up that I'm signing up for. One, they don't have mm -hmm. the sign up done yet, but uh, Ed Janowak is going to be teaching a couple uh, design classes. I've been wanting to go to his class. For yeah, a while. What about that other guy you're talking about in the super secret chat? I was trying to get you to sign up for that. I don't know if they announced that class yet. So I was talking to. Um, yeah, I'll definitely go to that class. A friend of mine. I consider him like a guy where I would go to and like bounce things off of. I don't. He probably doesn't consider me a friend, but anyway, somebody that I know th for uh, through NCI. Can we say his name, or is it super secret? He's gonna be like, "I'm not your friend, dude." Like, I can't believe I don't have a crush on you. Yeah, exactly. So mm. we're not gonna talk about that quite yet. But anyway, okay. um, there is a class coming up, a combustion class in Wisconsin in september and i was thinking i'm gonna to go to my lake house stay there at night hang out on the boat um and then go to the class during the day for three days and i i texted him and i'm like uh who's teaching the class are you teaching it is somebody good teaching it um actually it's one of our contractors in minnesota like who's a contractor i'm not going to a contractor in minnesota class you know mm -hmm. this is so, a far ago and then he said i know you've been wanting to for a while you've been asking me about it jim davis is teaching a class in detroit or not right outside of detroit in november where's like, you i'm i told him you could take my credit card right now i'll pay for it right now i'm going to the class <laughs> so yep so take i signed my up money i did i'll definitely be going to that class well where where is it uh it's right outside of detroit like it's a in a field class. i don't know i was just like saying classroom before the before the um before you popped in here before the show when because you know adam and i actually showed up on time and had our pre-show discussion and stuff um but i was saying i don't know if i'm gonna go to the symposium this year you suck no yeah. you, your face you're we're gonna unfriend you on my <laughs> can you imagine if joe goes this year and then chris doesn't show up i'm torn man the because California I, King I really doesn't show go up. To some other conferences this year i want to go to the educators conference um oh and then bull pucky I'm going to HR for sure, and um, I also want to go on a family you get paid vacation. to go there. That's that this, show sucks. This is a work trip for us. All right. <laughs> no, on. no, no. This is more than a work trip. This is like my version of the bachelor party I never got to have, yeah. but way more boring because we don't drink and all we do is listen. Yeah, to that's true. Life, how much he loves it. Yeah. <laughs> but I get a kick out of that because I'm like everybody's got goals, so I'm like, ah, man, I got to be a better person. But here's my uh, problem. If I so we don't even know if we're invited back. Let's be honest, guys. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been I mean, invited yet. <laughs> we, we were invited to go last year, but then we got there. I'm like, 
the hell invited these guys? Yeah, they didn't even have name tags. No. <laughs> we, we walked didn't. up we walked up to the the front gate. Everyone is like uh actually Brian's wife was there and she's like, "What's your <laughs> name? What's your name?" and she's getting everyone's name tags that were professionally printed off to yep. him. And uh Bill's like, "Uh yeah, my name is Bill Russell, the HVAC overtime. I'm on Brian Orr's super special guest list." And she like kind of looks and she's like, "I don't see your name here at all." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh shit." We're gonna get she kicked out. Made a name tag with a sharpie for him. Yeah, there, she's like going through the name tags. There's like all these special people, you know, like Jim Bergman and and this guy and like Brett Pretzel. And then they got like one for the janitor, and they wouldn't even have one for us. Like we didn't even get on the list. We did get invited. They just forgot to print our name. Uh, yeah, so I was like, maybe we should bring up YouTube and show her what we do. Like yeah. like that would have somehow impressed go. her. I want to go, but it's just there's so many other things I want to do this year. Like there's I nothing said. better than this, Chris. <laughs> I had so much. I'm limited on my time, man. But I'm you, gotta, on my time. you gotta admit, we had a ton of fun. That oh was, yeah, it was a great time. Just no, imagine it, if this is the first time Joe ever meets us in person forever, like forever. If he actually shows up, that'll be the last time we ever see him. I guarantee it. Like once he sees us in person, he'll never want to see us again. Yeah. I just person. I'm questioning like how what how how is Joe gonna walk up? What is his stature? Is he tall? Oh, I, bet, I bet he's got a real weird walk. Even my daughter, because I was talking about this. I was saying that Joe wasn't gonna be on the show tonight, and my daughter's like, that guy's weird. And I go, What would you know who Joe is? She goes, That's the guy that you guys have never met, right? And he won't tell you where he lives. And it's like, damn, how did my mm-hmm. daughter know all this stuff? Mm-hmm. She's a fan of the show. She's a fan of the show. That's right. Um yeah, so uh, I don't know. Chris That's is right. Like, uh, See, even T.Y. Banana Man says you got to be there. Yeah. Mr. Vanilla it Nice is, himself. It is the great event. I just didn't get to go to other stuff. So Yeah, but that other stuff wasn't as good, right. so it doesn't That's matter. True. That's we're not going to be at the other stuff. Yeah, we're not going to be at the other stuff. So the AHR. Car, man. It's in Atlanta. Mm. Yeah, that's just like the home shopping dude, network for dude, HVAC. We're setting up like a legit whole podcasting thing at the spoiling booth everybody's going to be invited except me I mean, actually didn't, didn't they ask about us last year when you were there yeah the, the, uh yeah my guy dennis was like hey I mean, the but what are we gonna coming? do just like walk around all day and play with gadgets yeah hr is awesome man i didn't i Could i've been get, to uh, hr two or three times and, and i still have yet to see the now, entire I, show i will say i do want to go at least one time even though it sounds like it's going to suck because i don't like big crowds of people i don't know but I do want to go one time just to experience it. So next time they're in Chicago, I think I'll try to go. I th- I have a good shirt that we could cross promote with Sporland, HVAC overtime. We could have a, a slogan on it that says "Show us your TXVs." Mm, that's a good one. Mm. Mm. Right, right, Chris. Uh, show us your TXVs. Yeah, that's yeah. a decent shirt. That would be pretty yeah. funny, actually. I was reading uh, the comments right there. Will Speed said, "Make sure to pick an Airbnb with a working AC this time." Yeah, that's a, that's a good. That one. was pretty cool. You guys ditched out. You had you should have saw uh, Rick. Rick was so freaking confident on that Lennox. He was just yeah. man, it man. I gave up so fast on that idea. Almost within milliseconds of the words coming out of whoever's mouth they came out of. I think it was like your idea, or no? I think you were fighting to record the video, and then Rick was just. Like, oh, we can fix it. And he's like, I don't want you to record it, though. But And I was like, just give up, dude. You got a butter knife and a light on your phone. He got got it going. We slept nice. 
He fixed it with a six and one screwdriver, uh, a cheap analog gauge set. And did he have a meter? No, no meter. No, that was about it. He didn't have, there was like, oh, I forgot. Yeah. You guys did get a, a cheap analog gauge set from Brian, yeah. didn't you? Yep. Yeah. I still gave up almost immediately. I was done too, because the first night that it broke, I just opened my window. Yeah. It got so damp and cold in my room that I was fine. So, and I figured I just we opened my window. I was, I was yeah. nice and cool all night. And then Rick didn't even believe that I had a window in my room. He's like, what do you mean? The, the buildings butt up next to each other. There's no window there. I'm like, then what the hell did I open, Rick? Some sort of ghost window? <laughs> We're up there. What the hell's that noise? It's <laughs> cutting a you fucking know. hole in the wall. And then I get woke a up. window here. I get woken up in the morning to Rick screaming, "Bill, get your pubes out of the shower." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I liked my setup. You guys gave me a private room downstairs. Who's this? It's a joke. Setup. You guys gave me a private room downstairs. Hello. But... Hello. Hey, Jim. Hey. Can I set? Hold on a second. Can I send you another link for you to come on here? Hey, Jim. Hey. Can I set? Hold on a second. Can Jim? I send you another link for you to come on here? Yeah. Hey, Jim. Uh, I'm gonna text like I'm in the movie Inception. I'm gonna get off here. I'm gonna text you a link right now. So that's uh, Jim Davis just called me. On oh, Facebook. that's random. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. Does he know that he's coming on to our show? Uh, I don't. Well, I don't know why he's calling me right now randomly so i've never talked so we're to just him. gonna bring him on live yeah i don't know <laughs> if he's, he he's do never that. been on the show i've never even met this I'm guy bringing right? him on hold on a second i get up and big you're gonna call me we're gonna interrupt the show <laughs> bring you right on we don't care i mean they should probably it, like tell him like hey we're doing a live everything i have laid, laid out here just all my plans this. for the show are just gone uh messenger hey what's up mr house how do i do this now i don't even know how to work facebook yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm not the best at social media oh. stuff, any of that. There you go. Don't know you can how go to Symposium again and meet Ace. T.Y. Banana Man again. There you I, go. He, he was one of the highlights. Feel bad. I'm going to go. That dude is man. super cool. Don't let anybody else lie to you. Nope. Herman I Lloyd. Yeah, next time. Uh, I don't know. Herman Lloyd. He's, uh, well, I he's not really him. out that way. But yeah, Herman Lloyd, you should come on down to the Symposium, man. You'll love it. Yeah. Yeah, he probably doesn't know that you're on a live stream. Well, he'll know soon enough. I mean, my question is, uh, that was random. Yeah, I don't know what to do. My we were just talking about him, so someone probably messaged him. My right? computer just starts ringing, and uh, yeah. Oh, was he calling you through Messenger? Yeah, and it showed up. Yeah, I answered it. I don't even know what's ha happening right now. That's never happened to me before. But uh, that was that's weird. like when I had uh, my True Blue hose problem. Jim Bergman just called me on Messenger and like I missed the call. I'm like, holy Jim Bergman called me. Holy I'm sorry. I think Jim Davis is cooler than Jim Bergman. No offense, Jim Bergman. <laughs> I mean, I've never met Jim Davis, you say? Yeah. Isn't that the guy who uh, used to draw the Garfield cartoons? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's Jim Davis. Yeah, I have no idea, but no idea. No idea. So no i don't think Jim so because he's Jim probably Davis. navigating through a stream yard link right now like what Jim the hell Javis? is this Jim what Davis? am i doing do when you click a stream yard link anyways what, i asked what? you like one question i think <laughs> do you want to do this nope <laughs> not today yeah remember the time we had uh john pastorelli on yeah and he couldn't figure it out he couldn't figure nothing out it that was, was hilarious 
I need to go like, see John. I'm kind of bummed right now. I really want him to click the link. I would love to have him come see, on. See, thank you, Will Speed. I love Garfield, by the way. Yeah, it reminds me. I got to make a note about that. Yeah, Garfield gets us demonetized, Bill. Just like Sham Wow is going to get us demonetized too. Not that we make any money from this. Uh, anyway. Night one wants uh, just because that guy beats up women. Show yeah. me your TXV shirt. He wants one. We'll sell it right now. Bill, get on that. Remember, Bill. we have this T-shirt rule where we come up with a T-shirt idea. We have to sit on it for 24 hours because the last one we almost made, and then we're like, "Yeah, that's probably pushing it." You remember? Did Did mm. you guys see where Herman Lloyd officially announced that he got offered the position? It's a pretty yeah, good job that. that he got offered the position too. Uh, there so, we go. Yeah, he's got super stoked. <laughs> Hey Jim, did you realize you were coming onto a live show? I don't think he realized that he was translated in three different languages and syndicated on four different live stream platforms. You gotta turn off the YouTube. Yeah, if you turn your radio down. I didn't believe it was live. You gotta turn off turn off YouTube. I got PTSD from this. <laughs> there you go. There we go. That better? That's yeah. better. Heck yeah. Uh, How you doing today? Oh, hanging in there. I just was popping in here going through Facebook and I heard somebody mention my name. There you go. Said, what the hell are you talking about me for? Yeah, Adam. Adam was super I, I stoked. Kinda, um one of one of the uh, one of the guys you work with at NCI told me that you were teaching a class, and I'm like, hell yeah, I'm signing up right now. Boom, I'm in. <laughs> Dude, I'm going too. It's going to be in Detroit, right? Yeah, it's later. What November? Yeah, yeah. I don't even you think already... it's available to purchase yet, right? It's still just. I'm not. The... I'm not sure if they have it up. He just told me, and I'm like, he's like, so yeah, there's no venue. Yeah, I don't think yet. it's listed yet. Um, okay. Right now, we got one in Cleveland the first week of September. That just got listed. I'm not. I mean, I'm three hours from Cleveland. Detroit's closer. So oh, where are you guys at? Uh, we're over, um, just over by Ann Arbor. Okay. Yeah, and but I'm across the country. Did did see case up there? Ann Arbor, Lansing, Detroit, several in Detroit. I've been all over Michigan. <laughs> where about you out of? I'm well. I'm out of Cincinnati now. Oh, okay. But, you know, our office is in Cleveland, but they let me move back home finally after 14 years living up there. Nice. Because I'm getting old. No. They want, I, me, to die in my, <laughs> want me to die in my hometown. <laughs> well, hopefully that's going to be after the, the class that you teach. Yeah, I've got my fingers crossed. Yeah, me too. If I, <laughs> I'm going to probably take the day off of work, and I don't want to have to like call my boss, but like, sorry, I can work. Jim Davis died, so I can work. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, it's, uh, you make a plan to stick fast. to it. Yeah, you uh, keep your word. You know, I I spend lots of time scouring the internet looking for different contractors and comments. I'm obviously on. HVAC talk. I'm on eatinghelp.com. There's so many idiots in our industry. It blows me away. Oh, that's, yeah, that, that's a given. There's, there's crazy people have always been in the industry. I love that. I've done it this way for 30 years. It's worked fine. It's like, yeah, but you've been doing it wrong for 30 years. So get over yeah. it. That's a good <laughs> question. Night tone. Yeah. I, yep. I never intended on 
being where I am, all I wanted to do was sell testing equipment back in the late 70s, early 80s, and I found out nobody knew how to use it. So I spent tens of thousands of hours in the field with my customers after they bought the equipment, helping them, you know, play around with equipment. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they said, well, you know so much, why don't you teach it? I said, because I don't teach. Because <laughs> I don't get along well with that. others. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then they said, well, you didn't write nothing down. Now they want me to write a book. I go, damn. Like a whole book all by yourself? Yeah. So wrote my first book in 1985. Holy crap. Wow. That, that was, was the first book ever written on combustion for our industry. Is that like back then? Do you guys still have like you had to put all the words on a big stamping thing and like press it down on the paper and then move and like press it down again? Yeah, it was something like that. We, we had a Gutenberg press. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, we used a lot of script. Uh, yeah, some of it was hieroglyphics, but hieroglyphs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, uh, John, how do you say his last name? Purveyor? Purveyor. Purveyor? Purveyor. He told me me that uh, you're known for like throwing combustion analyzers. That's your combustion analyzers, safety detectors, children, uh, pages, books. Uh, Yeah, I don't, not quite as physically active as I used to be. So I I, I can't throw as much as I used to. (laughs) I still still throw. Now, why why do you you throw it? Make sure guys are awake. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, they See, know I'm right kind of excited because I've never been to a combustion analysis class. And I've always yeah. wanted to get a little bit more familiar with the uh, the process of combustion testing, and but I I have this will be my first class, so I'm excited. Well, it's it's not just the testing; it's knowing how to interpret the data, mm-hmm. and then what to do to fix it. Yeah, what's the point of taking a measurement if you don't know what to expect? And you will not find that in anybody else's training. They will not tell you how to fix it. They'll give you some numbers. Most of those numbers, everybody copied from me. Oh, everybody that teaches combustion pretty much has taken my information, has been to my class. Yeah. From Rudy Letterman to Bob Dwyer to Jim Bergman to, you know, I actually worked with Bill Spoon when he was at Backrack. And help them develop the first handheld CO detector. Wow. That came mm. out because of me. That's Those cool. Sons of bitches. Yeah. That's that's cool to, to know. I mean, that, I, I would imagine that's got to be cool for you to know that you're part of, you know, motivating people and, and educating people that, that they get to better the industry, you know, because of the knowledge that you've shared. So. Yeah. All I've tried to do is make us a proud industry and. Yeah, See, but you just—you just overshadowed that legacy by being on this show now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I tell people. I says I've looked up Jim Davis combustion. I don't even believe who I am sometimes. Uh, well, that's cool. But, uh, there's I've a heard, lot of people down there. I've heard and from I'm, multiple people that uh, taking your class is going to be the best class ever. I've ever, I'm ever going to be able to attend. Yeah, I tell. People tell me it's they learn more in my three days than they've learned in 20 years in the field. And I'm not politically correct. So uh, <laughs> if you can be offended, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a shot at it. Well, you, you came yeah. to the right show. 
Yeah, you I get along know. fine in here, Mr. Jim Davis. Well, I'm glad they did. I didn't realize you guys would be live this time of night. Yeah. Oh, yeah this is our, we do this every Friday night. This is our thing. You mean this is oh, the really? first time you've heard about our show? No. <laughs> oh, See, I've, I've come in before, but you guys weren't there. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't make sense. But and I saw it said live. I said, oh, what the hell? I'll click on it and see what happens. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, That's us. Well, welcome. Know, we, this, this, is, this is a perfect way that we get to um, wrap up the show because this is our normal time to cut out. And what what an honor to have you pop on here for a few minutes. Oh, it's an honor to be on here with you guys. You know, I appreciate what you're trying to do. Well, I think we need to screen grab that and save that because nobody nor perfect, will yeah, anybody ever commercial. say that about us again. Yeah. No. So, there you go. <laughs> We can get some sponsors. I, you know, we got Jim Davis. I'm just, I'm just a little person when it comes to the industry. And, you know, I appreciate what you guys do. Yeah, we're trying just, to make the uh, industry interesting, fun, and, you know, let people know, like, you can still be a nerd about this stuff and still have fun and, you know, I, tell fart jokes. Yeah, nobody knows more underwear jokes than I know. Oh, you and Chris will get along fine. Oh, yeah, we fit in just fine because yeah. <laughs> I can start his, telling his, stories. Yeah, his aren't jokes, <laughs> though. They're uh, stories, real stories, yep. sad yep. stories. And I had to make up, uh, you know, uh, I had to make up all the jokes for COVID. Yeah. You know. Do they involve underwear? Yes. Nice. <laughs> guy walks into it. Walks into a convenience store and asks the guy behind the counter, you got any underwear or toilet paper? The guy says, no, we're out of toilet paper. You don't know what's going to come in. So he leaves, comes back the next day. He says, you got any toilet paper? He said, no, I told you yesterday we don't have any. And I don't know what's coming in. He said, okay, and he leaves. Comes back the next day. Got any underwear or any toilet paper? And the guy says, no, I told you now. We don't have any toilet paper. Okay, comes back the fourth day. Guy looks at him and says, we don't have any toilet paper. The guy said, I don't want toilet paper. I need some underwear. <laughs> nice. That's, that's, yeah. That's I've a been relatable there. problem. I've been there a few times needing to change them. So, you know. <laughs> that's, that's a typical class joke. Yeah. There you but, go. Uh, <laughs> I got sick ones. Yeah. I got sick ones. Uh, <laughs> my boss says I'm not supposed to tell anybody uh, actions about uh in class, I'm not allowed to say fart or anything, but somehow when you get to be my age, you can't hardly help it. <laughs> I mean, feel free. Any fart or poop jokes or stories, this is the place, you know. This yeah, is it, the, can't, it can't be any worse than the actual real life stories. I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, we've we've <laughs> we've pretty much dove down every avenue that you can possibly imagine, besides <laughs> yep. like kinky sex fetishes. Yeah, well, we've uh, touched on those okay, a few times. Well. I do have one sex joke, but that's uh, that's different. But, you know, it's just like, you know, when we go through our carbon monoxide levels, it says that five to six parts per million of CO. When a pregnant woman is exposed to it during the third trimester, it'll cause the baby to be small. I said, hell, I, I knew that. I made my wife stand behind my car when I started in the morning when she was pregnant. Oh, I wanted man. a real baby. I wanted to slide right out. <laughs> yeah i mean i guess you don't want that wrecking ball going down the tunnel so i said you're not having the turkey you're having a baby yeah <laughs> that's a good point i mean i'm i'm with you that's a horrible horrible thing yeah, uh, no. like but hey we... it belongs on this show that's right <laughs> yeah, it really does 
Yeah, you guys look like a bunch of characters. I mean, plus, oh, definitely, definitely. Not, There's nothing. That's not even as bad as some of the things that Joe has said. True. Yeah, our other guy that's normally here isn't here today. So mm-hmm. yeah. it doesn't matter who he is. He won't be here long. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag well, Joe's got to go. Well, on that note, Jim, I think we're going to end this. We're 15 minutes over. Yep. right now so uh I'm sorry <laughs> no no um no thank you for coming it's awesome like honestly it was an honor i felt like uh i don't know we've had so many important people and awesome people in in the industry on the show and like i was i felt like i was starstruck when you called me i'm like why is this guy calling <laughs> mm-hmm. me right now what's going on <laughs> like i didn't believe you were a real person up until now yeah i thought you were like a, a wax figure at a museum in vegas Dang it. Know, so actually in Ohio, Jim Davis is the elevator inspector. But uh, oh, I thought funny. Jim Jim Davis in my world is the guy who draws the Garfield <laughs> comics. Yeah, I wish. Mm-hmm. I look a lot like him, <laughs> but it's not me. Nope. No. Maybe I won't go to the class now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There we go. All right. Hit, All right, hit the button, Adam. All right. Thanks, Jim. I, I much welcome. thank you guys. Hey, we'll thank see you, you soon, Jim. I'll bug you again sometime. All right. Sounds great. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Well, definitely. Yeah. I I felt like a a teenage girl at like an Elvis concert when he started calling me. (laughs) I'll be honest. I kind of felt that way when Jim Bergman called me. Because, I mean, how often does Jim Bergman just call me? Like never. Everybody's, Everybody's asking, guys. It was an oxygen machine. As was the noise. So, oh, I was. I was gonna say, all right, Jim, we'll let you get back to uh, drilling farts into your chair. <laughs> but I was like, eh. yeah, let's leave it there. He, he said a, his uh, his boss doesn't allow him to talk, tell pooper fart stories. That's funny. Oh, so, so you're telling me I could never get hired by NCI, huh? Pretty, pretty basic. Yep. Yeah, I think pretty they simple. probably asked that on the application. Do you have a, a lot of poop stories to tell? I mean, what are they going to do? Fire him? Come on. True. True. (laughs) True, true. That would be a cool class to go to. I mean, you better be there. I mean, if he needs to bring his oxygen machine to make it, I don't care. Yep. Sounds like a great class. If I wasn't in California, I might be able to make it. But I just can't get out of California. I mean, they make roads.